0: On this episode of Society's Waltz, we'll be looking at one of the most influential eras in the arts and how it changed ballet forever. I'm your host, Grace Leishman, and welcome to The Waltz. Evolution. It's a word that you've probably heard at some point in your life whether it was in science class learning about natural selection, or during recess while playing Pokemon. But no matter the context, the meaning stays the same. It's a word that describes the gradual development of something, usually in a more complex form. And in the 19th century, like many other things in this world, ballet evolved into a more complex art form than it had ever been before, all thanks to an era called the Romantic Era and possibly, to your surprise. So much had changed surrounding ballet in this short amount of time, I've decided to split our look into the Romantic Era into two parts. One that will focus on the changes of storytelling that befell ballet, and one that will look at the changes regarding the dance itself. So join me on part one of our look into the Romantic Era, the beauty of the mundane. To begin the Romantic era took place from the late 18th century to the mid-19th century, effectively pushing back against the enlightenment that preceded it. However, it's important to note that although ballet didn't officially embrace the Romantic era until the early 19th century, there were still many important changes and movements within the ballet community before the official beginning of the Romantic ballets. But for the sake of our topic today, we shall be looking more into the bigger picture of this era than the specifics. As I mentioned before, the Romantic Era had begun as a way for creatives to push back on the ideas of rationality that had come with the Enlightenment, which in turn had brought many new advancements in the sciences as well as mathematics, some of the most notable discoveries being Newton's laws of motion and the invention of calculus. There also happened to be many religious connotations that challenged what many people's beliefs of what it meant to be human were. So it is no surprise that for many, this sudden reevaluation of how we see the world was not very welcome and created some sort of pushback by the general population. However, I don't think many could have guessed that this rejection of rationality would be so strong it would in turn create its own era which would last close to a century long that would still have an effect on many of the arts to this day. This is, of course, the Romantic Era and it should come to no surprise that many of the defining traits and elements of this era were in complete disregard for our newfound understanding of our world. As stated in the Encyclopedia Britannica, Romanticism emphasized the individual, the subjective, the irrational, the imaginative, the personal, the spontaneous, the emotional, the visionary, and the transcendental. There was also a newfound appreciation for the weird, the mysterious, the supernatural, and even the occult, which could be the reason why almost all the ballets from this time would often have magical and supernatural undertones to their stories. Although, folk cultures were also a very popular element in many pieces of art and literature at this time as well. thinking that this is interesting and all, but this doesn't seem like it would have impacted ballets all that much in terms of their stories. To which I will say, ballets haven't always been the musically driven stories of love and loss that we know them as today. In fact, even though ballets have evolved through many centuries up to this point in history, from starting in Italy simply as a court dance, to becoming standardized by His Majesty King Louis XIV of France in the 17th century, and finally being introduced to operas just a bit before the Romantic era itself, ballet has always been more about showing off the skill of the dancer rather than the story being conveyed within the dance. Which is very similar to what was happening in the rest of the arts before the Romantic era, since another big feature of the Enlightenment era for the arts in particular, was that there wasn't much care about one's creativity when it came to their works. The focus was on the artist's level of mastery, then the story behind the work, something that was very much true for the ballets at this time as well. However, the idea that one's creative spirit and ability to express that spirit was as important as your artistic ability was soon ushered in to dance with a ballet called La Sylphide. It was originally choreographed by Filippo Teglioni for his granddaughter Marie Teglioni to show off her skills in both the technical and theatrical fields. For a brief summary of the ballet, La Sylphide is a story about a young Scotsman named James who is set to marry his love, Ify, the day this ballet is set. However, the morning of the wedding day, James happens to fall asleep, and when he wakes, he sees a beautiful Sylphide flying around his house. Enchanted by her, he tries to catch her, only for the sylphide to fly up the chimney and leave James in a very confused state. Throughout Act 1, the sylphide continues to show up and enchant James into following her, effectively both weirding out as well as worrying his soon-to-be wife. Eventually, James is led to a forest where he is met by said sylphide and is told is her home. However, Even as she has shown James her home, she still refuses to be caught by him, flying off when he tries to touch her once again. Heartbroken, James is approached by a witch that offers a scarf, which she says will let him capture and keep the Sylphie to himself. Soon enough, the Sylphie comes back and James offers the scarf to her in exchange for her to promise to stay with him always. She agrees, but when she takes it, the sylphid wings fall off and she dies in James's arms. James then falls unconscious as well, stricken by grief, and the witch gleams in her victory as she has poisoned the scarf to kill the sylphid as vengeance on James for leaving Efe, for the sylphid. Soon after La Sylphide's debut, other ballets that followed complex stories of love and betrayal began to be composed and choreographed, and we were gifted some of ballet's most beautiful works to this day. Ballets like Giselle, Coppella, and La Esmeralda, whose stories and variations are second to none and are still some of the most theatrically demanding ballets to this day. Sadly, everything must move on, and in 1870, the last ballet from the Romantic era, which happened to be Coppella, was debuted, effectively ending one of the most influential times in ballet's history. However, the impact that this era had on dance would not be forgotten. Even long after the end of this era, ballets have continued to take and create stories like The Sleeping Beauty, La Bayadere and Swan Lake, who may have been created after the Romantic era, but continued to tell their story through dance even if technical skill had become of the utmost importance once again. As I said in the beginning, like everything in this world, ballet will evolve, and this time it was the beauty of storytelling that has been brought to this art. Thank you for listening to this episode of Society's Waltz! Make sure to click subscribe so you always know when a new episode is uploaded. And be sure to tune in next week for part two of our investigation into the Romantic Era to learn about how this era not only changed the storytelling of ballet, but also the look and technique of the dance as well.